Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one. Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Their weekly mission, to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the (laughs) nose test didn't? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map. It's just turned into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two! Miss anything from hour one? You can download the podcast. Just go to your newfangled Odyssey app. You can go to odyssey.com. You can go to 1080 The Fan's website. And. This month and next, when you buy a kid's meal at your locally owned and operated McDowell's restaurants, uh, that will be the uh, the kid prize, is our podcast. Love McDowell's. McDowell's is fantastic. I tell you what, I just bite my chompers into a Big Jack yeah, and oh yeah. the 900 Island dressing. It's incredible. Do you know what McDowell's restaurant is? Do you get the reference? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. And? You tell me. No, I mean, no. you're the one that referenced it, so I think that you should I'm probably d- say I'm it. Just no, I already know. I'm just curious if you get the reference. I do. I just want to hear that you do. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, have you watched the new Coming to America? No. Yeah, me neither. But that's, that's the restaurant uh, in the original. I don't have a desire to. I really eh. don't like it when movie franchises wait like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they did that with Dumb and Dumber. And I it was awful. I didn't bother to watch because I was like, no, that. Get, and you know, the, another movie that did that too was Anchorman. Anchorman waited a really long time. Did they wait that long? Yeah, they waited a while. Mm. And then they did the second one. Yeah, but they didn't wait 30 years. No, no, it wasn't that much. Yeah. But like, I think if you're going to do a comedy sequel, especially. You got to get that thing in within like yeah. three years. Yeah. Like, like you can't wait too long because so much of what comedy is, is about like timing. What, <laughs> yeah. Well, timing and also just like a kind of declaration of its time. Yeah. Like 
the obvious irony of Anchorman was like a time period of comedy. Sure. Like the 2000s was all about like, you know, uh, self-referential comedy yeah. and making something so obvious. It's like that was great for them. But then at some point that passed. And yeah. when they did Anchorman 2, everybody was like, this isn't that funny. Well, and and what happens with, you know, most movies is you get a bunch of lookalikes that retrofit their right. movie to your style because your style was successful. And then what happens is that style will get played out. And then if you go back, even if it is a direct descendant of the original, it is no longer original. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they, th there's a there's a quote that always rings true when you think about movies. Movies tell much more about the time period that they're made in than they do about the time period they're made about. Mm. And I've I've always found that true, especially with like historical you know dramas. You like go back Greece? and you like Greece. <laughs> they're telling a movie about yeah. Anyways, uh, we digress. We have a Twitter poll up, and it involves two of the biggest sporting events going on this week and i ask you mr darkens and uh, i will also ask your younger self because that may influence this as well okay um if you could go to one of these two events that are sports adjacent would you mm. rather go to the kentucky derby or the nfl draft now this is not the poll but no this is not the poll i'm this. just asking yeah, yeah. you we will get to the poll in a moment i'm just asking you this question you can play along at home 503-250-1080 how you can send old your is answers my, how old is my younger self well i was thinking your uh your party animal self from your uh oregon state days oh, might kentucky enjoy derby. might enjoy going to the kentucky, kentucky derby, derby very quickly yes, yes. Yeah, I would get drunk, blackout, throw up. <laughs> I would barely remember the race. And then you'd be like, you'd see a bunch of pictures of you wearing like some lady's fancy hat. And yeah. Be like, yeah, I vaguely remember that. Well, she punched you. I don't remember that at all. They'd be like, who'd you steal that hat from? And I was like, steal. That's what I wore there. You you and uh, Wes Welker on Molly just yeah. hanging out and partying. Hey, yeah. good to see you. Yeah. <sighs> so now you as a more matured version of yourself what event would you rather go to now as a sophisticated older sober man if you got to pick so I'll, I'll pay pay for the whole thing what was um, that um i don't know probably the derby still the nfl yeah. draft doesn't excite me at all really? i i mean watching it's fine and th that's whatever but i i've gotten over the nfl draft what if i told you hugs are back oh hugs are back yeah i know <laughs> goodell gets to feel up the Goodell got vaccinated, know. so he said, "Yeah, if you want to throw a bro hug my way, I'll I'll take it." He's not he doesn't initiate bro hugs. Oh no no, he accepts them. He mispronounces right. your name, and then if you want to come in for a bro hug, I'm all for it, dude. Right, he needs to be sterile before he gets on his lifetime copter uh, helicopter. Yes, exactly. Fucking jerk. Um. Yeah. What What's so appealing about the Derby? What uh, Have you ever been to a horse race? You've been to the track? I've been to a horse race. I've been to a dachshund race. A dachshund race? Yeah, at the uh, Meadows, they did a dachshund races. Really? I remember one time I went, I just thought it was fun. Uh, <laughs> then I've been to uh, uh, the dogs. The the greyhounds. Yeah, the greyhounds. At a Multnomah greyhound track. Which, yeah, I've been to that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The the pageantry of the uh, the derbies got you interested? <laughs> I know. No. No. no, no, no. I'm just asking. No, I don't know. I, I would love to go to the Kentucky Derby. I think it would be fantastic. Yeah, it would be fun. Uh, like, I would go to it and I would have a great time. And I think just more like, yeah, like what you're saying, the, the pageantry of it all, that would appeal to me. All right. Well, I'm looking at the clock. Let's do this. Okay. 
One more time, we'll tease it. There is a poll related to these two events. I at, hope this poll pays off. I, me too. This is two teases now. At Center Saint 1080 on Twitter. Go and vote, and we will get to uh, the, the details and the reaction from our Twitter poll next. Center and Saint on 1080 The Fame. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back in. Uh, Every once in a while, we have a topic uh, that hits sports that uh, is not baseball related, but it's worth bringing in our friend uh, to join us. Uh, So early today, we have uh, our friend Jen Ellis joining us. Big A's fan, the best team in the American League. The Oakland A's. 12 in a row, baby. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about baseball in a minute. Mm -hmm. But we can wait. I thought it would be fun to have you participate in the Twitter poll that was oh. created by Mr. Will Darkins uh, to begin the show. I did it all by myself. Well, hey, Aww, listen. Good for you. I'm so That's proud all, of you. All we ask of you is to take <laughs> care of the social medias uh, since I don't understand how they work and they frighten me. I know. So, my cat could be TikTok famous if I knew what that meant. Yeah, well, there you go. You know. Maybe Will so, can help yeah. you with that. Will but can, yeah, so. for, for right now, we throw <laughs> it to Will Darkins with our Twitter poll. Which player... In the upcoming NFL draft would make the best Kentucky Derby name for a horse. Oh, okay. Horse name. Horse name. So listen, Mm -hmm. Jen, since you don't know any of these people, I imagine. Yeah. And you don't know any of the horses. Do I have to look up real quick? Nope. Nope. You don't have to look them up and you don't don't have to know any of the horse names in the Derby. So uh, go ahead and listen and tell us which name you like best. Okay. Quiddy Pay, Trey Lance, Walker Little. Aziz Ajulari. One more time, Will. She's still deciding. I like Walker Little. Oh, you like Walker Little? Mm-hmm. I kind of like Walker Little. Oh, Walker Little coming around the corner. And Walker Little. You know? Yeah. yeah. Right? All right. Yeah, that does, yeah. All like right. That. Well, there you have it. Will, do you have a pick? Uh, yeah, Quitty Pay. Quitty Pay. That's a good great. one, too. I was going to say the Quiddy first pay. one or Walker yeah. Little. Well, the, yeah. the, the name that made me think of this was Trey Lance. Mm. Uh, so I thought Trey Lance would be a good one. Um, but I, I, I'm kind of coming around to Walker Little a little mm-hmm. bit. Walker Little, uh, you may or may not my, know the uh, offensive tackle out of Stanford. Um, <laughs> it, that was very good. I might stick with Trey Lance, though. I, I, Trey Lance sounds like a fast name for a horse. Yeah, it kind of does. Okay. Will, how's the uh, pull how, doing? How? <laughs> What? Well, why is it fast? Trey Lance. 
Yeah. yeah. What, what is fast about that? What's not fast about that? Walker <laughs> Little does not sound fast. That's true. And I think it's the little part. Or the walker. Or the walker. But you literally <laughs> want a runner. Well. There's, it sounds ironic. You know. Exactly. But I'll the just walker, say, I don't know. I, I do like Quiddy Pay, though, too. Yeah, it's Quiddy Pay sounds like the uh, drug dealer's name in, like, an episode of The Wire. Oh, there you go. Oh, you mean <laughs> yeah. Quiddy Pay? Quiddy Pay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Get some uh, smack. How, what are the results looking like on the uh, Twitter sphere? Well, right everybody now. agrees with you guys in that Walker Little. Oh, Walker hey. Little. 53%. Right behind uh, Mr. Little is uh, Quiddy Pay. There you go. There you go. 31, and then uh, a little bit of a tie between uh, Trey Lance and Aziz Ojulari. All right, there we go. Mm. Well, uh, excellent. Did anybody get angry with your poll this week, Will? No. Not like last week. Okay. <laughs> no. Just thought I would oh, check. Uh, you weren't here for that one. Uh, here are the names of the horse running in this year's uh, 2021 running of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, you have tell me stop me when you hear one that you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the odds on favorite is essential quality. Hmm. Hot Rod Charlie comes in at second. Mm. Uh, Medina Spirit. I love Ro- that one. Rock your world. I love that one more. <laughs> <laughs> Known agenda. Highly motivated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandalown. Hmm? Midnight Bourbon, Superstock, Bourbonic. This is the Kentucky Derby, so two yeah, bourbon names make sense. Cotto River, Dynamic One. This one is my favorite. Soup and Sandwich at 30 to 1. Oh. <laughs> Might put some money down. Okay, yeah, that I sounds like, like Walker and Little. I, I like that one Soup too. and Sandwich. Yeah. Helium, Hidden Stash. Hey, Hidden no, Stash. Not bad. Like the King and Sainthood at 50 to 1. Those are your uh, your horses running Damn. in the Derby. Love soup and sandwich. Soup that's and sandwich. Great. I think that's the, my favorite. I like that. All one right. Well, so we're all putting money down yeah. 30 to 1 on soup, soup and, and sandwich. sandwich. There you go. That would be, oh, man. Could you imagine if soup and sandwich somehow won? That'd be a long shot for. Can you imagine if somehow Walker Little won? If Walker Little <laughs> wins the Kentucky Derby and gets drafted amazing. in the second round of the NFL mm-hmm. draft, that would be amazing. quite the week. Only if he can get past Quiddy Pay. That's right. Uh, Will, and what's your sandwich? What's uh, what's your big insight? So uh, this time next week, uh, you'll either be here by yourself doing coverage of the third and fourth round, or I'm sorry, fourth and fifth, fourth through seventh round. Jeez, mm. of the NFL draft by yourself because I will not be here, or. <laughs> Uh, you and Jen can do uh, your own draft show, but what are you looking forward to? What are you looking for in the NFL draft this week? Uh, I don't know where Justin Fields goes. I think that's the biggest question heading into it is, uh, you know, and obviously he's been kind of the center of speculation in the top 10 just because, you know, people are trying to pick out things that suck about him that yeah. like don't suck <laughs> when you watch the film you're like oh i don't see that at all or, or the character issues that aren't actual character issues uh, that keep coming up right that's the one i don't quite get because uh trevor lawrence pretty much came out with an article through sports illustrated where he his dad alluded to the idea that i think, trevor, I think sports illustrated came out with the article well but yeah. his dad was the one yeah. who was like yeah. yeah he's not so motivated by super bowls yeah. And it was, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's one kind of those. Of the idea of Isn't the NFL. Isn't that what you're supposed to? Yeah. 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 Um, and he had to kind of clarify because they asked him as a clarification question. They said, your dad said this. What do you say? And he goes, well, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that's true, but I would say that I have not met the type of adversity that would create a chip on one's yeah. shoulder. Yeah. And most uh, high competitors in the NFL that you see 
uh, they have chips on their shoulders. You know what I mean? Like the guys that are winning a lot of titles, they were either kind of passed over or, you know, they were low level recruits. Maybe, yeah. maybe didn't get the type of recognition early and then worked for it. Julian Edelman's a great example. who just retired yeah. uh, this past week. You know, it's just, you know, you're a quarterback at Kent state and you become a receiver and you're have probably one of the better Super Bowl moments in Patriots history. Sure. But like, I just find that the most massive red flag ever. Really? If I was, oh my gosh. The, if I, mean, I was stories, Urban Meyer. The stories that you hear about Trevor Lawrence are, you know, he played at a high school where the coach's son was his own age. And like the dad has to go to his son and go, sorry, this guy's like just walking all over you, man. You, sure. You, you get out of the way. He lost yeah. one game in high school. He lost what? Two games in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy has not faced any adversity. He's been the best quarterback in the country since he was what? 14 years old. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he really has had a cakewalk, but you, you also can't put that on him as well. Your biggest problem is you've been too good for too long. I mean, how is that his fault? I'd, is he supposed mm-hmm. to create an artificial chip? Cause that to me sounds like a, a different kind of red flag. So I would agree with you if this whole subject just weren't brought up though. And I think that's kind of the issue is that, uh, you know, one, if I'm Trevor Lawrence's agent, I'm screaming at him right now. Like, shut up. No more <laughs> interviews. Go sit in a friggin' room. I don't know why he did a pro day. Like, yeah, yeah he just, yeah. Don't do anything. Yep. Just shut up. And, um, uh, you know, I think if I'm Trevor Lawrence and I'm answering that question where they're saying, you know, Oh, your dad says you're not motivated by that. I would say, well, you know, he must have misspoke because that's absolutely not true at all. I'm motivated to succeed every single day. And even though, you know, I have found success almost every single corner of my playing career, it's that success that I build on that keeps driving me. The only thing that matters to me is being the greatest, most Super Bowl winningest. Or, you know, having an idea of saying like, look, to me, there's no limits. There's nothing. There's nothing that can limit my potential at this point. I yeah. want to see where I can break at, right? Yeah. Like, you know, Tom Brady's been playing since he was in the 2000s, you know, late 90s in the NFL, and he's 40-something now. Like, I want to break that yep. barrier. Yep. I want to see where my barrier is. But you say something like this, and honestly, if you're Urban Meyer, who's one of the most meticulous coaches in football in general, a guy who after he won a national title, he ran into the locker room and started calling recruits <laughs> to tell him he won the national title and you should come to Ohio State because I just won the national title. I am seriously considering looking over that guy. Really? That's not the attitude I want at quarterback, especially if I'm a coaching a Jags team that needs a swift kick in the ass yeah. to like get competitive again. Now, if I'm looking at a guy like Justin Fields, who has had a little bit of adversity, has been passed over at Georgia and had to transfer to Ohio State to try to find some playing time and won the team over and has had great moments in his college career. I put this idea out here uh, out there Friday and I got laughed out of the room, but I don't think it's that weird. If I'm Urban Meyer and I go to a pro day for Justin Fields and I like what I see, what's stopping you from trading the first pick for a huge bundle moving down a couple spots and then going and getting Justin Fields. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you make the trade in division, uh, that could be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You wouldn't necessarily want to do that, but, but you got the 49ers. Yeah. Right. Maybe you can entice them enough to say, look, 
I You'd can't promise that if I trade out of this thing that the Jets won't just swoop in and get Trevor Lawrence too. This is your opportunity. I would be very curious what the hall is because here's, here's the thing that we've seen, and you and I have talked about this again and again and again. The quarterbacks that have had success in the NFL have been guys that have gone to teams that are built around them. They've gone to teams that had a defense that had star players at the wide receiver or running back position. A lot of guys first Super Bowls, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, they were not the catalyst to that Super Bowl. They were the guy that benefited from having a great team around him. Eli Manning won two Super Bowls with a great play and a defensive line that was smothering. You don't two great plays. That's sideline catch too. Yeah, I suppose that's true. The David Tyree and then the, the but either whatever way. that guy was Manningham. Yeah, Mario Manningham. But either way, it's 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 you you have to be there to make the moments, but you don't get there by yourself. You need to have that team around you, and you're gonna have a long NFL career if you don't get your ACL torn your first year out, Joe Burrow. If you go out there, <laughs> well, I mean, it's not his fault. I know, but you look at him and you just go. Like, dude, you're ready. You're ready behind. You you had one year. You got hurt. You're going back to an organization that doesn't really care. We talked with Joey Harrington a few weeks ago when I was filling in for Isaac, and he said no quarterback will ever be successful in Detroit because they don't put the pieces around you. We're talking about Jared Goff, of course, getting traded over there, and he's going from one of the best run franchises to the worst. Good luck. Good luck. You you need to have pieces around you. And Urban Meyer has never coached a day of NFL in his life. And the idea that he's going to go in right there and his all his coaching acumen is going to translate perfectly. And you highlighted it in your little Urban Meyer what made him so great. That he was a great recruiter. If you have the best players, it's easy to win football games. It's very hard to get all of the best players on your team in a salary cap sport where players from one year to the next can fall off the map or come out of nowhere in the NFL. It's about coaching in the NFL and it's a very different kind of coaching. So I think, I think you could be proven right, but for the wrong reasons, it doesn't matter how good Trevor Lawrence is. If there's no team around him, he's not going to have success. And then we can look back and go, Will was right the whole time. <laughs> Trust so. me, man. I never get tired of hearing that. All right, Jen, you ready to talk some baseball? Sure. All right. I have to ask you a question between oh. bunnies and fist bumps. Oh, my gosh. And we will talk about those after this <laughs> Sports Center update. All right, welcome back in. It's baseball time. So we were joined by Jen Ellis, who helped us with our Kentucky Derby thing moments ago. Uh, Jen, wonderful to have you back. Thank you so much. I gave you a homework assignment a couple uh-huh. weeks ago, um, but we didn't uh, we didn't get a whole lot out of it. No, uh, kind of the answer we expected, yeah. but I appreciate you uh, making trying. the effort to. I called uh, Russell Wilson, and he said... Um, that there are some important things going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So for, for anybody the Portland that, Diamond Project. Yeah. So anybody that missed every time we talk <laughs> baseball, somebody asks what's going on with the Portland Diamond mm-hmm. Project. So your job was to infiltrate the right. organization and figure out what's going yes, on. I know. I, I I I was in touch with their PR person. Yeah. There are no new updates, which is so disappointing. However. He did say there are, quote, important things behind the scenes going on so, that he cannot discuss at this time. So, Will, you are the king of wild speculation. Everything is behind the scenes and nobody knows what it is. Would you like to wildly speculate <laughs> on what important things are going on behind the scenes currently at Portland Diamond Project headquarters? I've thought a lot about this. Yep. <laughs> and For the last two seconds. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... They are going to announce another announcement. Yay! 
Yes. Uh, I heard that they uh, that they're almost done with their foosball tournament. So there you go. yeah, very exciting things yes, going indeed. on. So that's yeah, that's so. your update, Portland Diamond Project. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and Jen, as soon so, as I know more, you yeah. will know more. I am out. Yes. Uh, I am out next week, but in two okay. weeks we'll expect another update, even okay. if it's the exact same update. Just no so, updates. Just However, so, hey, listen, no <laughs> right. update, still an update. I know on that's the no such a updates. dumb answer, but yeah, well, well, you know, that's the answer. Well, I uh, tried. I couldn't use my clout as the sinner and saint. Um, you know. I, occasional I do. I, I did like to, to email get, that you wrote. Get You're like, touch I, I co-host a baseball yes. segment on sports radio, <laughs> and I need you to give me I know. That. Well, you know, they don't know. Yeah, well, hey, listen, you're you're mm-hmm. you're a big shot. Um, okay, yes. two things in baseball mm. that happened this week. Uh, I think that you <laughs> may be qualified to answer this yeah. question. Uh, what was more adorable, oh the <laughs> fan uh, in San Francisco that bought brought her therapy rabbit, her therapy bunny, to yes. the Giants game at Oracle Park, uh-huh. or the 13 year old that beat out Cal. Cole Calhoun yeah. for a pop fly yep. in Atlanta uh, to to save his team. Yeah. you would assume an out. Yes, yeah, so. and and Calhoun just kind of blushed and smiled and gave him a fist bump. It was really cute. It was an adorable. Yeah, well, and then scene, everyone yeah. around him got it. Yeah. So this thirteen year old yeah. kid uh, just stood there and he did not go over the fence. He was sitting. Yeah, he I believe he was still sitting and he just reached up with his glove yeah. and Calhoun was kind of reaching over into the net and it. Yeah. So yeah, this was not was a really cool. not a was, Jeffrey Mayer situation. No, yeah. And he was not reaching over nope. in any way. He was not interfering. It was it was really a cute <laughs> moment. <laughs> it was funny. But the therapy bunny thing, when I saw the headline, I was like, of course it was in San Francisco. You know, and it seems like that would be something that we'd see um, in Portland. If uh, MLB comes to PDX, we'll see therapy bunnies in the stands, I'm sure. And, you know, therapy iguanas and such. So. Can can I can I ask you to do this then? Yes. Um, take the <laughs> the photos of the therapy bunny, mm-hmm. send it to your contact now with the mm-hmm. Portland Diamond Project, mm-hmm. and go. Uh, I know that there's new new updates, but I just wanted to get your thoughts. If we have <laughs> a team in Portland, will there be a therapy bunny night? And then send that picture. Yeah, that would and be see great. what we get as a response. Yeah, yeah, okay. that would be awesome. So maybe, I'll do that. I'll try that. Okay, see we'll if s- I can get him to you know budge on any, you know information yeah shake him down for some information um i do have a i do have a quick question though um what the hell is going on with the Oakland A's? They're actually, row, baby. They are actually the biggest story in baseball other than yeah. jacob Degrom being insane yeah, insanely we can, if good. we have time yes. we'll get to that wow but oh my the, gosh the A's, so they are what, yeah 12 and 8 right now or mm-hmm. something yeah 12 I mean, and 7 mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, they started out just losing baseball games. They lose yes, all their they opening lost series. Their first to- six games, and this is the first time in MLB history that a team has lost has started a season zero and six, and then gone on to win at least eleven in a row at any point in the season. So the and A's are 13, so the A's thirteen and are, seven yeah. with a twelve mm-hmm. game winning yep. streak. Last night they won their twelfth. Uh, 12th in a row it's amazing it's like what the heck happened how did this it's it's awesome they're doing ride the wave they do this so you tell me what is happening well i mean i guess they were probably like embarrassed that they started the season so abysmally and they're like we're not this is not us you know i mean like we can we can do better you know and i think they all they all talk about it you know when they when they're interviewed after all their walk-offs you know it's it's been awesome mitch moreland's had two walk-off uh hits to win games and um it's 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 amazing to see Ramon Laureano had a Ramon Laureano. Do you, you did not? He did have a. Um, <laughs> that was not your best performance. That wasn't my that. best one. No, no he he Ramon did. A, he had a, no, you didn't. That's go. it. He um, yeah, he hit a walk off hit the other day, and he was really upset with himself earlier in the game because he thought he messed up and gave the Tigers a run, and he thought that that 
the team was going to lose. And he thought, oh, man. So he was really upset with himself. But then he, you know, he had to walk off. And and when they're interviewing them, they just say, you know, it's just the, something clicked. And we are, you know, we we know we can win. And, and we just go out there with that attitude. And we know we can come back. And we're just riding the wave and, and taking it easy. So well, and, yeah. the, and the crazy thing about it was Oakland came out and they didn't just lose to the Astros. They got Thumped. Oh yes, they got horribly. And then and so their yeah. season open: Astros, Dodgers, Astros. But they did get a mm-hmm. win against in the final game of the series against, against the Dodgers. Against they the did Dodgers. win one against the Dodgers. Yep. Yes. And so oh, then, man. but then they get the Astros again. Mm-hmm. They come back. They win two out of three in that series, and now mm-hmm. they're playing uh, just lights out baseball. Yeah, so. it's awesome. It's the pitching. Who knew that Cole Irvin. Our <laughs> Oregon Duck. Yep. And, um, yeah, I mean, Lazardo has kind of stumbled a little bit. And they, they they all kind of stumbled at the beginning. And now they're just really uh, just kind of locked in with each other. And they feed off of each other's, uh, you know, successes. So Manaya, Montas, uh, all those guys. The, uh, and fr- uh, Mike Fires isn't even in the rotation yet because yeah. he's, he's coming back uh, from an injury. So when he's ready to come back, they're going to have to make a tough decision on which uh, which starter they're going to have to send to the bullpen or something, you well, know. There you go. So yeah, I mean, it's it's they they all the pitching, all the pitchers have said that too. They just feed off of each other, and I think that's you know that's you know with any team, you know, if there's some players that are doing really well and try to fire up the rest of their team, and they they want to do as well as the others. So so it's you know with any team, I think that's important with success to kind of feed off of each other's. Uh, energies and and successes like that so and it doesn't hurt that um two of well the current series uh sandwiched uh around a tampa bay series Mm -hmm. you get the orioles uh Mm -hmm. twice in the next uh little stretch the the orioles uh at the bottom of the american league east as you would expect well yeah i know poor guys um Mm -hmm. but fun to watch right now so if you haven't been paying attention Mm -hmm. uh put your uh put your eyes on the a's and see what's going on they play Mm -hmm. this afternoon against uh baltimore again for the second game of that series 4 Uh, p.m our time there you go yes so uh yeah tune tune in that team that started so terribly two weeks ago when you were talking when i was in here i swear to god i felt like i had been punched in the stomach and the face (laughs) i was like oh my god the astros just beat the crap out of the A's so bad Uh, and my energy was all like oh yeah you know but now I'm like oh goody you know and yeah it's everybody lets me know they're like hey your team's doing well I'm like I know yeah all right well there's your story to keep an eye on uh Will uh Mm -hmm. if you're gonna pick a team uh you can be an A's fan that way you can get uh, both tragedy and uh glory in just a stretch of uh, three weeks of baseball uniforms yeah Kelly Green jerseys are the best there you go right so when are we getting that team uh hopefully soon no, it looks like they've got a stadium plan. Yep. Wah. All right. I. All right. Yeah. What? No, we, go we ahead. can't. No, we can't. Yeah. What to watch? Yeah. Thanks. What to watch is next. next. Uh, we will tell you what to yes. watch uh, in a segment we call What to Watch. Mm-hmm. It's The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 Fan. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore's showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel. Avid television viewer Will Darkens. 
and increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson, are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Here's Mowing Gonzalez up to bat. Uh, we got the Mariners with 4 yeah. 0 lead over the Red Sox already in this one. In Boston. That's fantastic. Uh, and then Jen did her Boston accent the entire break, so she will <laughs> not be invited Bogats. back. She will not be invited Sorry. back next week. <laughs> no. uh, will Darkens, you've got some sports to choose from this weekend. you got the Kentucky Derby. you got a Blazers rematch with the Grizzlies. These back to backs kind of fun. Yeah? No? How do you feel about back-to-backs in the NBA? I like back-to-backs. We did win a, uh, one back-to-back this season, we being the Royal Blazers, we against the Pelicans. Won two out of two in the back-to-backs is what you're saying. Yeah, we won a back-to-back with them. Yeah. We then beat them. This one, back we've already lost the front end yeah. of the back-to-back against yeah. Memphis. So what, what yeah. are you watching for this weekend? <laughs> I don't know. If they have fight. <laughs> really? I mean, that's it. Like, do they have fight? Is this going to be a game? Because after that performance yesterday and how they just, like, imploded again in the fourth quarter, yeah. it sure seems like the winning streak's going to keep going. The losing streak. Or, I'm sorry, the losing streak. Thank losing you. streak. Mm. Uh, Jen, in yes. baseball, mm. we already talked about it. The A's are right. red hot. Mm-hmm. What are you watching for? Well, watching for them to uh, grab their 13th win in a row today. But uh, also, the Dodgers and the Padres have um, squared off again in a series this weekend, which was exciting last night. Um, but, yeah, Tatis hit a couple of home runs oh, on yes. the anniversary of his dad hitting tell, two tell grand that quick slams. Story. What was it? Two grand slams? Or, no, two. Two grand was- slams in the same inning. Yes. 22 years ago, Fernando Tatis Sr. Yes. hit two grand slams off the same pitcher in the same inning. Uh, and in L.A. In Los yes. Angeles. So and then lo- how 22 years later, last night, Tatis hit two home runs off of uh, Kershaw. So it was kind of a, wow, you know, kind of Tatis moment there, like history thingy. It's cool. Uh, yeah, neat. Uh, how, but long, yes. how long, very mm-hmm. quickly, is the longest winning streak in Major League Baseball history? Mm, 22? 26 games. 26? 26 games. 1916 New York Giants. Longest oh, winning streak right. at oh, 26 oh, oh. games. 26. Okay. Um, so there you go. Something to watch no. for. Yep. Um, I'm going to be out next week. So uh, when we return in two weeks, they will not have played that many games. But if that streak no. is still going, sure. then you can start to get excited about it. What uh, you mean if? Yes, you heard me. <laughs> you heard me. Uh, will, what are you watching outside of sports? Uh, I'm on Netflix right now watching Inside Bill's Brain. The, Inside Bill's brain. The Bill Gates uh, oh. docuseries. It was pretty good. Yeah. I, I thought it would I, be I, just kind of a Bill Gates love fest, but it's more about uh, like humanitarian issues and how he's trying to solve them. It's okay. interesting. I can dig that. Uh, Jen, nice. what are you watching? What's your garbage television Oh, for gosh. This have week? you seen The Circle? Do you watch The Circle? I haven't, but boy, have I been tempted. Oh, man. So <laughs> really? watch a couple of them and we'll talk about it next time. But yeah, it's it's trashy. I think the finale is next week. So, so a real quick, yeah. real quick It's just overview. like a strategic, like weird little thing where it's all through like social media. They never see each other. They're all trying to form alliances and everything and try to figure out who the person, who the person, who the whatever influencer is. Or It's big, really weird. I've only seen a couple of episodes. But yes. And so they, they're all trying to, some of them are catfishing, some of 
them are who they say they are and some of them are not. So it's got that kind of drama going on. And then all of a sudden, this one episode, this picture of Lance Bass shows up and it says there's a celebrity in the circle. So it's like, dun, dun, dun. Is it really Lance Bass? So we'll see. I love that that's a celebrity. Um, anyway, but this morning anyone? I just, huh? He's not dating anyone? Wait, what? Uh, it's not a dating show. Oh, it's a, it's just a like strategy. It's, been comp- brother, it's a competition it's been show through social it's media. It's a competition. I'm sorry, yeah. I thought it's it was about people sleeping. With oh each no, other. no. I mean, maybe they do later, but I don't know. Um, I hope so, because that's the only reason okay. I want to watch. Okay, <laughs> all right. But there's lots of drama. But this morning we discovered a show on Amazon called LOL Australia, and it's um, Last One Laughing. So it's a competition show hosted by Rebel Wilson, oh, and all of yeah. these comedians, all these Australian comedians, are in a room and they cannot laugh. So they're all trying to make each other laugh, but they're but not they allowed laugh. to laugh. Okay. So Rebel Wilson will call them out if they laugh, and you like vote that one. Out. It's really Maybe. funny. It's Maybe. great. It's really Maybe. good. I might have to give that a try. Uh, will I'm going to give you a recommendation uh, that you probably won't take hbo max has the um the tiger woods docuseries oh, yeah. i have watched that oh did you yeah yeah that one's fascinating good. Yeah. yeah i thought it was i, I think the that, opening sequence of his dad yeah talking him up i, I feel more empathy for him yes. after watching that yeah it's a it's yeah. a it's a whole different world yeah, that that guy one. grew up in mm-hmm. all right uh like i said i'm off next week we'll uh we'll hold down the fort in some fashion uh, we'll figure out what that is next saturday uh but uh for now we're done. Adios. All right. Enjoy uh, baseball and basketball on the fan. Bye bye. Bye. Forget about your scene. Give the audience a good. KD, you cheese butt. Where LeBron at? KD, LeBron, he gonna yam on you. Good red. Christ. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 